the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the word to stand on for life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. Your word is sharper than any two-edged sword. And it cuts deep into my heart. The word to stand on for life is a radio ministry of Calvary Chapel in San Antonio. A live call-in show here to help you answer your questions about the Bible and how to apply the Word to your daily life. For more information on Calvary Chapel, visit our website, calvarysa.com. Get your Bible questions ready and call in now to 210-340-9585. It's The Word to Stand On for Life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. Welcome to the program. It's Thursday. You know that means it's the date, the edition of the Word to Stand On for Life. I'm Pastor Ron Arbaugh from Calvary Chapel in San Antonio, Texas, and this is a program dedicated to taking your phone calls and answering your questions, Bible questions, questions about stuff going on in your life. And because Paul is here today, you can ask questions about anything. She's an expert. All you have to do is to provide the phone call, 210-340-9585. If you're outside the local San Antonio area, you can call toll-free at 877-630-KSLR. That's 630-5757. You can email questions to us by emailing questions at calvarysa.com, or you can use our free Calvary Chapel of San Antonio mobile app. And as always, if you are driving in your car, the safest way to call is to use the free KSLR mobile app. Just hit the Call Now banner at the top of the screen, and you'll be connected to our studio producer. Paula, welcome to the show. Thank you. Seems like I haven't been here in, like, forever. You haven't? Well, sort of. I, I, like, messed the whole show up yesterday, so this is your first time, yeah. so you can't mess it up, because I already messed up for both of us yesterday. No, I got my own mess up, so I'm sure <laughs> they're coming. <laughs> Don't put me on such a pedestal. But, no. Thank you. What's going on? I know Sweet Summer Devotions kicks back up on Monday. Yep, yep. And Amber Hargrove, Amber Hodges is going to be teaching, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. And then she's going to get married at the end of this month. She's got a, a, a bridal shower that we have Sunday. I think it's Sunday after church. I mean, we just got a whole lot of stuff going on. A whole lot of shaking going on. Oh, I need sorry. a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, it's hard coming back from vacation. Not not uh, in a bad way. It's just like, now what do we do? What, do, what, what were we doing before we left? How's it go? Yeah, you said yeah, it was so I, cute. I still can't get on the day on on the schedule. What day it is? Know. Uh, you know, I mean, California's too. It's easy going from east to west. Yeah, because it's like, hey, I get an extra couple hours. You get yeah. tired. You get uh-huh. sleep. But coming back the other way, uh-huh. uh, it's really messed with me. So yeah. that's the reason for my messing up. Yeah. Oh well, that's a good excuse. <laughs> okay, so Monday, Amber Hodges, uh-huh. um, he, the God who sees me. And, uh, yeah, he's always watching. He knows all things. And he is in the business of finishing what he has started. But in the meantime, we get to have all these little uh, testimonies to talk about in the meantime. And so I'm looking forward to hearing what she has to say. Okay. I'm excited. Yeah. So, anyway, welcome back to Calvary Chapel San Antonio and all the things we're going to do. But I'm going to talk about our vacation a little bit because, you know, and I know I was sharing some stuff with you, and you're like, the people don't need to know all those things. But, and I'm not going to share all those things. (laughs) But I just saw the Lord's hand and hearing and Him answering my prayers just left and right. And like, Lord, you are so good. You are so good. And so um, 
it's been kind of cool because for the last, I don't know how many years but uh, that we've been doing it this way, but before we used to leave um, the communion Sunday after graduation week. So that was either the very end of May or uh, the beginning of June. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because we're always wanting to be here for Father's Day. They call you Pop. They call you, you know, Dad and all that stuff. So you need to be here on Father's Day. So we used to leave and then come back before Father's Day. Well, when we would be in California, too many of, too much of the time, it would be what they call June gloom. Yeah, it seemed like all the time. Yeah. 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 And I wasn't getting my tan on and, you know. <laughs> I, I want to be in shorts and flip-flops and maybe, you know, a little tank top and be able to wear my bathing suit. A bathing suit. And uh, <laughs> too many... Too much of the time, we weren't able to, to do that. It's I'm like, feeling censored right now. Yes, you <laughs> just take that all in, there, Pastor Ron. So uh, we changed it. I don't know when we changed it, but I'm glad we did. Well, so it, we stay yeah. here for Father's Day. You know what happened? One year, we were um, getting ready to come home, had no sun the whole time, mm-hmm. and the day we were leaving, the sun came out, and you and I decided we're going to stand an extra couple of days. <laughs> So we just did that, mm-hmm. and the sun came out and said, we need to do this all the time. Yeah. So, Paul, we've got a caller on the line, so let's oh, wait. Okay. And I, I've been waiting to hear from him, so okay. uh, we'll get right back to this stuff on the way. we got Reuben on line one. Reuben, thank you for calling. I've been worried about you and praying for you. I heard you were sick. Yeah, I still am. Um, they let me come home. Um, they just ran a bunch of tests, and I'm gonna see what happens, and they're, they're gonna send me. Doctors are gonna send me to, to that thing, Texan Heart Hospital. They're in San Antonio. It's supposed to be a heart hospital, mm-hmm. but I'm having trouble breathing. But I just need prayer right now. I I can't breathe, and I'm having having anxiety. I'm developing because I can't breathe and. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying in the name of Jesus, Father God, please, in the name of Jesus, I'm not fearful. I'm not fearful, you know, um, but uh, um, I missed you guys <laughs> so much. Well, good job, Matt. But, um, yes, if you could pray, I'd appreciate it. Please. Yeah, we will be praying, Reuben. You know, that's uh, that's my heart hospital. And uh, they're really good, really good doctors over there. They they took really, really good care of me when I was going through uh, my stuff. And I still go over there to get my, my checkups and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know who your cardiologist will be, but they're, they're really good people over there. So uh, keep us posted. We will be praying. You doing any better today? No. Yeah. No. Yeah, I wish I were. I mean, I wish, but no. Yeah. Can I suggest something? Yes. Sir. R- rather than saying, I'm not fearful or I won't be fearful, um, just go to the Lord and say, Lord, I'm afraid. I'm afraid I need you to comfort me now. Mm-hmm. You know, the positive confession thing uh, is is not reality. I know there's a group of, of um, so-called believers out there that, that think, well, you can... You can jinx yourself with the words that you use and 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 those kind of things and uh you know the reality is god knows your heart he knows you're afraid uh this is something that that fear is normal regarding so instead of saying um i'm i'm not going to be afraid i'm not afraid just say lord i am afraid you know i'm afraid mm-hmm. and i'm going to rest in you mm-hmm. and and reuben i went through that with personal experience what i said was lord I'm afraid. I don't know how this is going to affect the rest of my life. I don't know how serious this is, but I don't want to embarrass you. I want to rightly represent you. So I need your presence. I need the power of the Holy Spirit. And Reuben, in my particular instance, uh, that's really where where I found a source of comfort. And I, I practice that to this day when things come up. So I hope that makes sense to you. Mm-hmm. It does. It does. Thank you. Otherwise, you're going to um, stress yourself out even more because you're trying to say, I'm not afraid, when you are afraid. So your mind, your mind and your body are working, fighting against one another. I am afraid, but I don't want to. You know what I'm saying? So you're causing extra stress to yourself. Um, let me pray for you. 
Father, I just come before you with thanksgiving in my heart for Reuben. Lord, I heard him on the radio while we were gone one day. Um, and Lord, I thank you that you hold Reuben's heart in your hand. You know the number of his days. You have a plan for him, Lord. Um, and you're not done with him yet. And so, Father, I pray that as he rests in the fact that he can be afraid, but that you'll never leave him or forsake him, that he would be able to take a deep breath with confidence in you and relax. Please, Lord, if it was so uh, dire, he would already be in the hospital, but the doctors are, are sure that he's not as bad as the enemy would, would want him to think. So please, God, take care of him. We love him. You love him more, and we rest in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Ruben. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, I had some questions, but well, that's okay. But I just want to tell you, thank you for telling me that mm-hmm. that thing about not being afraid, because that's that's an old, you know, yeah, Pentecostal thing that yeah. you know, if you confess that you're afraid, you know, and and I'm that's what I need. I need you to tell me. Look, hey, this is this is what you have to do, and do it in love. And that's why I love you because you're you're straight to the point, and you you want to help me. And I that's what I need. And I I thank you for that. That I thank you for. You're you're part of our family. We have never met face-to-face, but you are part of our family, so uh, we will continue to pray. God bless you, dear friend. Thank you. God bless you. Okay, Uh, I love you guys. Thank you. Bye, sweetie. 340-9585, if you have anything for Paula today. Um, Paula, why don't you pick up where you left off? Okay, so uh, we go to our vacation now, and you were telling the story about it's, it's sunnier when... We go in the latter part of June, and we have to be back before uh, the first communion in July. So we always go after communion, after Father's Day, and then we're back because, you know, we're not going to miss two Sundays. Um, So uh, I have this big list, Pastor Ron. Now I have to censor it because, (laughs) you know. Okay, you let me talk about what I wanted to talk about, and then I'll let you do whatever you want with your list. It's my show. Why are you calling the shots? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, no. Okay. No, that's not how it works, okay. right? I heard you guys gave me permission that it was my show. I could talk about what I want to today. So, Go on. Okay. So, before we left for a couple of weeks, we had been praying, Lord, help us to keep focused on, you know, our, our job here at Calvary Chapel San Antonio until we leave. Give us brain power. Give us focus. And... We were doing well, Pastor Ron. The Holy Spirit was really keeping us focused. Except on that Sunday, I, I looked at you after first service, and I said, just two more. I don't know if I tripped you up or not, but I just said, just two more services, and we're gone, basically. We, we didn't leave until Monday, but that was the last of the things we had we, we have to do for our ministry. And so second service comes, and you turn to me and say, one more. But third service. Third service, I was so wiped, I couldn't even think. <laughs> I, I feel really bad. I feel like I owe a public apology <laughs> to everybody who was here on that third service on the Sunday before we left. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not sure what I said. I don't think anything I said made any sense at all. Yeah, I don't know. I just I did the best I could, there but it just wasn't very good. Yeah, but I think, day. you know, and usually you ask me, okay, which service would you pick? I was so wiped, I think I said third service. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Let's go. Bye. You know, but, you know, we, we, we did well. So I think we, the Holy Spirit helped us to stay. And so, okay, so we go out, get something to eat, and we go home. So here's my next prayer. Oh, Lord, help me in my packing. You know, I don't want any stress in my packing. And so, well... You know, I've been packing for like a week, and then you go through and say, okay, you don't need to take that much, though, girl. Put some of this stuff back. Praise the Lord I did that because, you know, I, I pick up my thing, and I was like, is this 50 pounds or more? I don't know what's going to happen. So your bag, when we get to the airport, your bag was 34 pounds. Mm-hmm. The limit for, for a bag is 50. I put mine on there. It said 5-0. The guy <laughs> said, Perfect. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> I was thinking, Ron has room in his. I could, we could, we could shift some stuff, and so no problem. Okay, so next one, travel mercy. We're at the thing at the airport. We got our bags. They're going to go. Everything's going to be fine. Travel mercy. People here are praying. So thankful for you all. So I had found nonstop flights going and coming. I kept fist bumping you the whole time in that plane. Nonstop. Yeah. Yeah. Nonstop. Yeah. You already know me, but it just went up a yes. notch, right? <laughs> Travel mercy. Everything was on time. Um, no problems whatsoever. There was no problems whatsoever. Then we said, okay, Lord, fill us with your spirit that no matter what happens, we're going to shine for Jesus, right? We're going to shine for Jesus. Well, evidently, we, we must have been pitiful because nothing went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we, we weren't stressed at all um, to the point of, and I know some of this stuff you probably say, I thought we weren't going to talk about all these, <laughs> but I kind of forgot that part. <laughs> This is these are good, Pastor Ron. I'm telling you, these are good. This is what people Just as you go through the list, I have two words to remind you. What? Bathing suit. <laughs> That's the bathing suit. <laughs> yes. Okay. So we get to the airport, everything's fine except there's construction everywhere. Everywhere we go, there's construction. Everywhere. So I drop you off, you get the luggage while I go get the rental car. So I'm trying to where's the rental car place because everything is different now so i found a couple of signs with arrows and i did make my way but this is the coolest thing i was like okay lord please when i get there don't let it be a long line don't please don't let it be a long line i walk up the stair or the elevator get the elevator thing up there and i get out and my name is in lights pastor on there's like 30 names on a board and I am number one in lights. I don't have to get in line. And then there was no people in line anyway. I felt like a movie star. <laughs> I, I totally felt like a movie star. Went to my car and just, and it was filled past full. The last couple of years, it's been like three quarters of a tank. So God was taking care of me. I'm just telling you, all these little things add up, Pastor Ron, to tell me just how wonderful our God is. Damn. I get over there back to the airport to pick you up with the luggage. I'm always praying, Lord, travel mercies again. I'm driving. Make me aware of other people, and please make them aware of me. So I get there to pick you up, and right in front of me, there's a car accident right in front of you that just had happened. But I wasn't involved in it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Get in the car, baby. Let's go. Because I had told you on the plane, and I don't think I ever get hungry. Because, you know, at home, I can go to the refrigerator or the pantry anytime I want to. But on the airplane, because I can't have gluten-free stuff, I couldn't eat. So we had had, I had some yogurt and some blueberries before we left. That's it. On the plane, I told you two times, I'm hungry. <laughs> and then I said again, no, seriously, I'm hungry. So when we got to, I pick you up, I'm like, you're like, well, do you want to stop? Just somewhere? I was like, no, because I have my mouth set for something. So we just drove straight there. Ooh, it was so good, wasn't it? It was so good. So we ate, unpacked, I mean, got to the place, unpacked. We were there maybe an hour and a half. I said, I'm going to make a, a massage appointment. We went and got a massage. It was, that was the best day ever, right? And then the next morning we wake up. And you said, we're going to go through Romans. So every day we were in, in California, we read Romans. Actually, you listened, and I read. <laughs> and we yeah, we, we read it. through it twice. Yeah, it was so good. And and you always talk about the chapter 8, Romans chapter 8. And I think I got up every morning before to read Romans chapter 8 before we would read the other um, chapters. We walked. We prayed and we rested. Everybody keeps asking me, did you rest? Oh, did we rest? It was wonderful. You know, that's why you're having a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's, that's the thing. And, you know, people go on vacation and then they need a vacation from their vacation when they get back. Mm -hmm. And we're too old for that. Well, so, I don't know if it's too old. I think I'm smart. <laughs> well, we, we just, we really do rest. Mm -hmm. we, we met some new friends, Ed and Melissa. 
and actually we knew them from the year before. Last year. But mm-hmm. we met them, and and they were kindred spirits because they sat on the, on the grass under their umbrella mm-hmm. or at the beach under their little tent thing, mm-hmm. and and every time something they're, they're in the same place, yeah. and and you know we just kind of laughed at each other and said, you know, we're fine with this. We, oh, yeah, yeah. we don't need to be out doing a bunch mm-mm, of stuff. Mm-mm. They only were there for one week doing nothing. We were there two doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Who's smart? <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Um, we were told, too, that there had been no sun in California for like four months until they saw our plane about to land in San Diego. As though we brought the sun with us. It was 104 in in. San Antonio, and it was seventy-two. Yeah. You know, we had awesome. we had uh, every day we were there from from we landed on that Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, every day we were there, it was seventy-two, seventy-three degrees, mm-hmm. um, without a cloud in the sky. Yep. Uh, the water was warm; it was probably sixty-five, sixty-six degrees, mm-hmm. and it's a little warmer than it normally is the, the ocean. And uh, it was just it just couldn't have been more perfect. No. It was just for me. Well, I wore a sweatshirt one time, and it was to go into a restaurant uh, when we were eating in the evening. Mm-hmm. So it just really, really neat, neat time. Yeah. So for those here who have been praying, because I wanted to see my kids and our grandkids, you know. Um, and so we got to see uh, Ronnie, our older son, and Yana, his daughter, play in a soccer tournament. And we've seen her play before, but I think mostly it was a – a practice. We've never really seen her in a real competition. Mm-hmm. That girl's good. Yeah, she can play. She's yeah. going to college yeah. uh, to play. She leaves August the 8th yeah. uh, to go to uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. So, yeah. So, yeah, it was good. And, and her team won the tournament, yeah. won the whole tournament. It, so. it, it was good to have that picture of her holding the trophy. So, that was a good story because on our way to the tournament, which was in Temecula, you said, hey, some friends here, in fact, they're the very first people we ever met here in Texas after we went to this one church, um, a Calvary Chapel from back in the day. They're no longer in operation. Um, and nobody said a single word to us. So that's that story. Um, you said, hey, they live around here somewhere. Her, her office is around here somewhere. And I don't think we went a block, maybe two. And I looked to the left at a medical center and it says her name. Yeah. She's uh, on, on big letters on the side yeah. of the building. Yeah. Dr. Sylvia Giese. Yeah. And uh, I said, Paul, look. I mean, it was big enough for me to see. For you to see. And I said, look, we were just wondering. I wonder, somewhere around here, I wonder how we could find her. And and uh, her name was up there, so we went into the the office mm-hmm. and and uh, hoping she was there, but she's out Fridays. So we gave the receptionist our card and just tell them we stopped by. We'd love to talk to him. I mean, it wasn't 10 minutes. It wasn't five minutes. <laughs> the only reason it was 10 minutes because I was driving the car, and they were texting my phone, and we got to the soccer place, and I have five messages, three from uh, Rod and one from Sylvia. Uh, they came to the soccer field to make sure they got to see us and talk to us. And how... Cool was that, and then they end up coming. And, and then they come church on the beach. Church at the beach. We'll talk yeah. about that in the second part. Of that, okay. Uh, the um, but yeah, to, to see old friends, they look exactly the same, <laughs> don't they? Look exactly. Yeah. The same? That's what they said about us. But they looked exactly yeah, the when same. When we met her, she was just getting ready to start medical school, mm-hmm. and she, I can't make it. There's no way it's gonna happen. And she's mm-hmm. been successfully practicing now for, for I don't know, eighteen years. Yeah, and their daughter is twenty five. Yeah. So, and we knew them before she was born. Before they were they married when we met. Yeah, they were yeah, married they were when we married. met them, but they didn't have a they didn't have her. And he's an airlines pilot. He's he was an Air Force American. pilot. Now he's flying for American Airlines uh-huh. again. Yeah. So we got to see them and and recruit. You know, it's interesting that talking. We're we're inside almost two minutes now, okay. Paul. So um, when we first met them at that church. Uh, you and I walked in, a small church, 50, 60 people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we walked in, uh, and, and people know that we're, they haven't seen us before. You know, we're, we're a mixed couple, and mm-hmm. um, nobody said a word. And then um, we didn't know it, but it was Rod and Sylvie's first time that they were, they were ever there as well. Mm-hmm. And nobody said a word to them, and we sort of bumped into each other 
uh, coming out of the church and, and talked a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then they saw us walking our dog one day in Honkton. That's how we... And he actually is the, the guy that brought a fellow pilot uh, who was the very first convert mm-hmm. uh, we ever had here yeah, yeah. In, in San Antonio, Texas. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and and so we, we, we've kept in touch for all of these years. And uh, to see them was really, really great. I didn't know they were coming to church on the beach. Yeah. And that was that was really good. Yeah. Uh, one more thing. When we went to the restaurant, I saw an ex-pastor's wife. Oh, yeah. At the restaurant. And I recognized her face, but I couldn't remember. I knew she was a pastor's wife. And she goes, Paula. And we just hugged and kissed. And it was uh, the pastor's wife from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And her husband died. Uh-huh. Judy. A couple of years ago. Yeah. So, yeah, we got to... So just, it was just like the Lord sort of orchestrating these little things. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. You just never know the the, the little opportunities and the um, appointments that God has set up for you. I have some more. More, more. more to talk about, especially Church on the Beach when we, get, mm-hmm. when we get back. Hey, we'd love any phone calls, comments, or questions. 340-9585 or toll-free 877-630-KSLR. This is the Date Day Edition of the Word to Santa for Life. We'll be back in two minutes. to the word to stand on for life we're taking your calls at 340-9585 or toll free 877-630-KSLR now here's pastor ron arbaugh welcome back to the second half of the date day show 340-9585 for your live calls and questions Paula, you are on a roll so just keep on going okay because we're now we're talking about church at the beach my goodness, what a blessing. The night. You know, we've been doing this. Uh, we started doing Church on the Beach about 10 years ago, I okay. think. And and um, it's just become a, a, a pattern for us. Uh-huh. And it's always interesting who shows up. We invite everybody that we see mm-hmm. to come, mm-hmm. uh, people in the in the condominium complex and all of that. Uh, but but right on the beach, and, and we had a lot of people show up. Uh, this year, some people came from here, uh, people that we know that live here, Rod and Sylvia, as we were talking about, mm-hmm. uh, came over. Uh, we had a couple of people that used to come to Calvary Chapel that showed up and surprised everybody. Yeah, they came from Washington. Mm-hmm. But but um, and, and, and next year, we've got people that are, are scheduling their vacations yeah. around Church on the Beach. Yeah. Paula, what are the dates? Because yeah. we want to be sure that we're going to be here. June 23rd, so 2024. And we just do on the beach what we do here at Calvary Chapel. We mm-hmm. uh, worship the Lord. I, well, I travel with my worship team. I love that. Mm-hmm. And, and then we get a, an opportunity to teach the Word. I taught on the prodigal son uh prodigal sons, sons plural and uh, daddy on on, uh, on sunday mm-hmm. uh, and it was just a blast it was just a blast yeah yeah um rod and sylvia <clears throat> steven and pam um andre and erna from here now we've been trying to get a a, a date you know to sit down and talk with them so i'm just going to tell you this right now people make your appointment Get to church at the beach next year. Spend some time there, and maybe we can take you out to lunch. Because <laughs> that's what happened. Yeah, I've got a lot more time there. You yeah. know, because we're not we don't schedule. The four o'clock anything. doesn't come yeah, every day. Yeah. At four o'clock, we've got the radio program. You don't have to be here for the sound check. And it's really you know that's one of the tough dynamics of pastoring a church our size, and and it gets worse as the church gets bigger. But, you know, you just don't have time for everybody. Um, you know, we have Bible studies every night. I'm doing three studies a week. We've got other things going on. You've got stuff going on. And, and uh, you know, as we get older, as I get older, let me make that personal, um, you know, doing things late at night just doesn't work as well. And your weekends are busy. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we love getting to know people here at the church. It's not just the, oh, you come to church. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we like to get to know them. We get to know their stories. And with Andre and Erna, um, we we sat down at, at lunch with them, 
And it was the first time I ever got to hear his story. And you yeah. never realize what people have been through and what yeah. God has done. And and uh, it was just really wonderful <coughs> to get to know them. Mm-hmm. So um, we, had, we, had good, we we got to take Ed and Melissa to lunch. Yeah. One uh, day, breakfast, lunch, whatever it was. Um, and, and they were just people that we met there. Wonderful people. And I was so blessed. But you get to talk to them. Yeah. And you get to hear their stories. And... and um, you know, it's, it, I imagine Oceanside Beach is sort of like heaven is going to be. Just people from all backgrounds mm-hmm. have gone through a lot of different stuff, mm-hmm. sometimes in pain, other times uh, rejoicing because God has delivered them through something. And uh, uh, we just really, really made good friends. Yeah. Um, Ed and Melissa were a blessing. Yes, they were. And they already, <laughs> they they saw us every morning because we would go and walk. And this <clears throat> last morning, they were like, Come over here, hurry up, hurry up, hurry, because they were on the phone. The people from the condominium place were pressuring them to make up their mind when they're coming. So they didn't want to make the answer, give them an answer, until they found out when is next year's church on the beach. <laughs> so June 23rd, so they'll be there again. And Yeah, they're just really... It, it's, it, I love church and beach. I always feel a little out of place because I have a suit and tie on. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, you got on flip-flops and your shorts, and, you know, and a T-shirt. Yeah. That's it. Maybe a hat because by the time Church at the Beach comes around, your head's kind of burned because we've been out in the sun. Well, other than hanging out with you and Jesus, the best thing for me at the beach was listening to those waves roll all night, oh every goodness, night long. Yes. I slept so well. Me too, baby. Me too. We had the window Open, but yeah, there's no air conditioning inches. in Ocean Time. Yeah, there's no need. Yeah, and, and so you get the window open. Yeah, but it's just that sound. I wanted to bring that sound back to Texas with me, because I haven't slept that well since I've been back. I know I'm sleeping okay, but I mean, mm-hmm. it's it, it was just so yeah. relaxing. Yeah, the the hardest part about um, going to the beach though is the salt air and the breeze and the ocean smell. Because it just makes me want to eat everything. Now, I didn't come back too chunky, but I could have. Yeah, I sure could have. Good thing I got up and did my regular exercises every day. But, yeah, Church at the Beach is so special. I mean, it's just incredibly special. We had so many people. Um, the Cruzados and the Macasadia families, and I'm not talking the ones from here. I'm talking the California crews who who come each year to hang out, you know, because they know they're going to get good teaching. And most of them used to live here or visit here. And so they come. I mean, Caleb now lives in California. And he he came and he brought his girlfriend. We got to meet her. And it was just a really, really, really yeah, and sweet time. For those of you who don't know, Caleb is Pastor Ken's son, mm-hmm. uh, their oldest child, who, who uh, Ken was here during the radio program. And I was hang, hanging out with his son and his son's new girlfriend. Yeah. And, and they seemed to be serious about each other. She was delightful. She was so friendly. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, again, when you're around like a billion Filipinos, um, she wasn't intimidated in the least. She just had such a blast. It was mm-hmm. really, really fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was good to see. Yeah, was, they were at Church in the Beach. Yeah, yeah we, had, we had a lot of people. You know, um, it, it took me probably um, three years to get a church that big. <laughs> as many people as we had yeah. Uh, yeah. at Church on the Beach. And next year, based on all the people who are now planning vacations around it, mm-hmm. um, it's going to be even bigger. It's yeah. going to be really, really neat. It was such a good study, too. You know, you find yourself in in the dad. If you have uh, kids, more than one child, you find yourself as the dad. You raise your kids exactly the same, and then they turn out so different, and, and you, you wonder, well, what happened, you know? And the father says to the, to the really um, prodigal son, you've been with me all this time. Don't you know I love you? You have everything I have. We had to celebrate for this your lost brother and a lot of us have been that lost brother you know um yeah and so it was just a really good study you find yourself even i mean at some point in every position you know because sometimes we take for granted you had a question um i don't know if it was since we've been back or before uh the the brother that stayed at home really didn't have much benefit See, that's the kind of thinking we have. I've been slaving for you this whole time, and I don't get anything. No, no, no. you got a roof over your head. 
you live here. Working is part of... It's security. Yeah. That, that your brother didn't have yeah. when he was squandering his life. Yeah, and your inheritance is still secure. Older brother, you get twice as much as the younger brother who just went out. Anyway, so, and no guilt, no shame, other than now your heart's exposed. And so we find ourselves, anyway, which is a really good study, and I was like, oh, man, I love conviction. Yeah. I love conviction. I want to be different. I want to be changed. There's a song. I want to be different. I want to be changed. So thank you so much for um, doing that study. And then we had uh, the same day that we had breakfast, brunch, lunch with Andre and Erna. We were able to have dinner with our son and his family, one of our younger son and his family, uh, Terry, Lori, Asia, Ian Anderson. And that was really sweet. And they're they're both of our our sons and their wives are going through this this emotional crisis because their their daughters yeah are graduated and they're going away to college yeah yeah and one's going August eighth the other's going August tenth and uh, you know it's just what are we gonna do yeah. I can't believe my baby girl's going so. yeah 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 they're they're stressing Ronnie and and Deanna are gonna uh, drive I guess. Yana to Minnesota with all of her stuff. And Asia is talking, I want to drive myself to San Francisco. And they're like, uh, they have plenty of public transportation there. You don't need to have a car up there. It's crazy time, but we'll see what turns out because she's pretty uh, headstrong. And <laughs> mm-hmm, they, they kind of give in to her a little bit. So keep her in prayer, both of them actually in prayer. And then the special, this was special. That Ari, who is our 20-year-old grandson, and, and Yana, Ilyana, who's the one that's going to Minnesota August 8th, they texted and said, is it okay if we come out on Thursday and maybe spend the night, you know, and go to breakfast with you? Is it okay? I tried to play it cool. Well, <laughs> well, well sure. You, you kids just come on out. No, I was like, yeah, come on out. So they, they came out. Just so sweet, huh? They spent the night. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're just really nice kids. They're really nice kids. They're fun to be around. Ari is just a, a really nice young man. He, he's just fun to be around. Mm-hmm. And Yana and Ari love each other so much yeah. that... Uh, they're fun to watch together, mm. and so yeah, we it was really a good time. Yeah, just sweet. It was be able, fun to be able to talk to him about the Lord, and you prayed for them. You know that the Lord would be with them wherever they are. Especially, please, Lord, go. Actually, my my prayer was that they would be with the Lord. <laughs> they would be with the Lord because because right. Jesus is always there. Yes, that's but true. I, I just I just want to remind them. I said, you know. Um, you both got plans. You're at a place in your life where everything is changing. Ari is a PGA golf professional, not a playing professional, but like a, a club professional, teaching professional. Mm-hmm. And he's in a program to do that, and he's really doing well. And um, and Eliana, of course, is going on a college uh, soccer scholarship. Um, and, and uh, you know, it's easy for young people to sort of leave Jesus behind. And And I wanted to remind him that everything that you do in life is better with Jesus than mm-hmm. anything you can do mm-hmm. without him. him. Yep. And I just remind him, you, you guys have made professions of faith. Stay focused. Mm-hmm. I had the privilege of baptizing Ari. I know. And I just, you know, remember who you are. Mm-hmm. And so so that was really, really nice mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And they're just so And, and they didn't fun. give me the grandpa look, you know. Yeah, no, they didn't. We're fine. No, yeah. I mean, they, they um, you asked... You said, so are you going to church? Mm-hmm. And she said, well, we watch Grandpa every Sunday. Yeah. So I said, well, that's not enough. <laughs> that's but. not enough. I mean, I can understand. You're such a good teacher. and I mean, but they need to be in a, they need to be in a healthy body where they're serving other people and, and making friends and having fellowship with others. So, but, yeah, I understand. I, I listen to you three services every Sunday <laughs> <laughs> and wouldn't miss it. Wouldn't miss it for anything. So, um, yeah, but Ari, watching that show, you told you told a little bit of that. Watching them, my feet are killing me. <laughs> Grandpa, why are we watching this? 
Well, he couldn't. He could not look. Yeah. If that's a double negative. Yeah. Now, for those who don't know, <laughs> my feet are killing me is a reality show on TLC, <laughs> and uh, we've been watching it at home, and just happened to be on the TV. There was, you know, not a lot on during that that time of year mm-hmm. in in uh, in California. And, um, I mean, it's got some of the grossest things ever. I mean, you see people with feet that are causing them so much pain, yeah. so much grief, some yeah. that need to be amputated, and, and, and they live their lives in such pain. I said, Grandpa, why are you watching this? I said, Ari, I know it's gross, but mm-hmm. watching this show has really enabled me to be more compassionate, to understand the difficulties that some people go through every day just to get up out of bed and take a step mm-hmm. for these people is so painful. Mm-hmm. And um, and as we were watching it, uh, he was glued in. I mean, he, yeah. he was he was really glued in. Um, but but you know, you and I, we have a saying: everybody is the way they are for a reason. Yeah. And I think sometimes what we need to do is is um, Try to find out what those reasons are. Take a deep breath. Take a step back instead of reacting right away. One of the men, excuse me, was a maitre d', and he'd been walking on these feet like with glass in the bottoms of his feet. When they took his shoes and socks off, he had just bumps everywhere. Can you imagine walking in a restaurant? You You got to make a living. Got to make a living. But, you know, one day, because the enemy's always right there, he could have a bad day, a bad step, and somebody says something, and he could lose his temper, you know, and he might lose his job. But sometimes people are just, they got that look on their face, or they just aren't in a good mood, but they're in pain. If we could just you know, the, take a step the, back, Paula, The next morning, Paula, um, uh, after we, Ari and Yana left, um, we're just around taking a walk and praying, and, and Lord was speaking in my heart. He wanted me to come back to Texas. Uh, a kinder husband, a kinder pastor, a kinder friend Mm -hmm. wanted me to be more compassionate Mm -hmm. and understanding of people, not accepting sin, not not that kind of thing, but uh, um, he he, he compassion that that he's using that program Mm -hmm. in part to, to, to teach me. He wanted me to come back and put that into practice. You know, you go on vacation. We we go on vacation. You can't can't put this on everybody, but you know, we want to hear from the Lord. We're mm-hmm. okay, Lord. New direction. One of the things I do every vacation is right at the beginning. I resign. I told you before you left. I said, Pastor Ron, I already know that God's not going to accept your resignation. <laughs> and so, what'd you tell me? I haven't asked him yet. I said, No, I'm telling you. <laughs> I already asked him, but anyway. But, but <laughs> you know, I just I want to make sure whatever I'm doing is the Lord's blessing mm-hmm. and is accompanied by the Lord's power. And so, you know, Jesus, you've allowed me to live this rich, unbelievably satisfying life, um, but it's your life. So if I'm done, you say the word, and I'll turn this over to Pastor Ken. And, and, um, and the Lord said no, didn't accept the resignation. Um, but <laughs> but but um, you know he uh, he he did you know he didn't give me direction for Calvary Chapel. We were busy doing things. We got we got a lot of new stuff going on mm-hmm. here, and uh, at the same time, um, he said, "You know, how about I just work on you a little bit?" Mm-hmm. And so as you were reading Romans to me, and as I was walking uh, with the Lord, it was just um, the Lord said, "Let's just focus on you." And so it wasn't this big vision that God gave me for the church. Um, he didn't appear to me in any dreams mm-hmm. uh, in California. Mm-hmm. But he said, I want you to be kinder and more compassionate. Understand the people that I love mm-hmm. uh, at, a, at a little greater depth. And, um, uh, you know, I, I, that's important. The, the leadership study we did last night, um, leadership sets the tone. And if I'm not kind or compassionate, I think I've been pretty kind and I think I've been pretty compassionate. Mm-hmm. But Jesus is always growing. Mm-hmm. You know, when Peter says in Second Peter chapter 1 that there are some things that we're to add to our faith. And the idea is that our faith is a living, breathing thing and, and it needs to grow. It can't become stagnant because then it's no longer faith. Mm-hmm. So our faith needs to grow. Well, one of the things that we always need to be aware of is is kindness and compassion. It's the reason that I, I picked the, the passage of Scripture out of Galatians chapter 5 on this past Sunday 
to teach. And then this week, of course, we get right back into our verse-by-verse, chapter-by-chapter study mm-hmm. of the book of Acts. But, um, you know, God puts a message on my heart. I, he, I think it's for the church, uh, and it's certainly for the individuals um, who make up the church. And, um, um, you know, you need sometimes to get away to hear those things. Mm-hmm. You know, if I was in Texas and God said, why don't you be kinder? Hey, I'm kind. <laughs> what do you mean? How can I be kinder? <laughs> what did I do wrong? But but you, you really need to take that time away sometimes in here. Mm-hmm. And for us, you know, that's the longest we get away. Twelve days um, is pretty much the longest we get away. We don't take time. We've never missed two Sundays in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never missed a communion Sunday in 28 years. And, um, you know, there are times you just got to get away to hear the voice. We're going away again in October, I think, for five days. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you you just need those times a little bit just to be able to sit down and say, um, Lord, speak to my heart. Yeah. And that'll be, and we don't normally do that. Uh, we're going to Palm Desert this time instead of back to Oceanside. When we go in the summer, it's a vacation, but it's kind of a working vacation with with church at the beach. Not that that's a big deal, but we have a lot of our family and friends with us. And this one is just normally the second time for the four or five days. It's just you and me, you and me and Jesus. And that's kind of cool, but we're going to Palm Desert this year. And we didn't get to see Diana, our older son's wife. So this time we'll be able to see her. We'll be able to go to where she is. Because she's having to work, and you know, and she's going to be without her daughter <laughs> at that time. So she might, they might need some counseling. So <laughs> you never know. But anyway, it's going to be fun. Um, but we, we were doing really good before oh, you go said. We we still have a little bit of time left. If you have any questions or calls, three four zero ninety five eight. Well, I just got a bullet and say we have five minutes left. So okay. um, time to take a phone call or answer a question if you've got it. Mm-hmm. Until then, Paula, mm-hmm. I'm going to take a nap. Why don't you talk for five minutes? Okay. So we were doing so well and just resting and rejoicing in the Lord and and eating California. I had I think I ate all my favorites. Twice. <laughs> sea bass. I had sea bass three times. Uh, yeah, I had shrimp tacos everywhere we went. And lobster once. <laughs> yeah, you did. Um, but, uh, you know, we have we wanted to get, after after our grandkids left that Friday, you know, okay, we're going to be getting on a plane. Let's have one more massage before we go home. So we, we go and we have a massage, and it was real relaxing and stuff. And as we in the car, pulling away from the massage place, you turn the radio on, and the news was there. And the the man said, if you plan a trip out of the airport tomorrow, it's Friday now. We're not leaving until Saturday. He said, tomorrow, you need to get to the airport now. <laughs> at least, if you, if you wait till tomorrow, you better get there at least five hours. Man, that's the worst thing that could have happened. I didn't sleep hardly at all. I, I'm ashamed because <laughs> the, the enemy used that and started pounding me. You know, we have plenty of time. We've never had a trouble. But but we couldn't sleep hardly at all. Friday night, we got to get up. Well, okay, I think we need to leave an hour earlier, maybe two hours earlier. <laughs> Lord, help me get awake. I set an alarm. I yep. never, never set an alarm. <laughs> I set an alarm. And I'm just thinking this. And, and, and literally, uh, I'm laying in bed. And that's all I could just worry about. The devil was absolutely pounding me. Mm-hmm. And so all I could do was recite scripture. Yeah. Just going through scripture in my mind. Mm-hmm. And I finally drifted off to sleep a little bit yeah. uh, toward the end of the night, uh, early in the morning. And, um, uh, you know, God forgive me for, for, for worrying. Uh-huh. You know, we worry. Yeah, that's we who worry. we are as humans. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, of course, we got in the car and everything was fine. Yeah. But, well, in my fretting in the night, I said, okay, so I'm gonna, I usually drop you off with the luggage, and I go take the rental car back, and then, you know, I try to get back in time, and I've, I've been close a couple of times, but I've always made it, you know, I have to say, my husband, he doesn't see very well, he's already on the plane, can I go in front of you, because your plane is later, I got to get on this plane, but, so I was thinking, I'll give you some money, so if you get hungry, you were funny. You had a plan. I had a plan. <laughs> so I give you some money. If I don't make it, you go on. You you need to get home. Somebody will pick you up at the airport. It's a nonstop. You'll be fine. If I have to spend the night in the airport and get a 
plane the next day or whatever, I'll be fine. You can't do that, so go on. Um, what else I, I was thinking? Uh, oh, I had your your pills. You know, you already had them. We're good. Uh, but so we get up. We get early. There was hardly any traffic on the freeway. <laughs> we get to the airport. Uh, we got plenty of time. Plenty. Yeah. And you went. You were able to go to the car rental place with me. So we weren't separated at all this time. It was just, and then there were hardly any people in the, what do you call it, the security thing, security line. And we're through, and I'm just thinking, I can't stand the devil. I just want to take a pen and stab him in the eye, you know? I'm so sick of him. And we just were able to relax, and everything went fine. Everything was on time. We got home, no problems at all. Got to talk to several people. Pray for a lady named Sharon on my way there. She was going back home after being away from her husband that she had just put in memory care. Uh, she was gone for eight days, and she was he goes every day. And she was, the prayer was he would still remember her. And then pray for Lisa that I met on the way back and Tia that I met on the way back. They both live here, one in Converse, one in Chavano Park. Um, they have cards, and I'm praying to see them here at Calvary Chapel San Antonio one day soon. Well, this this only happens once a year. This vacation review. So if we bored you, I apologize. Oh, it wasn't boring. Stop apologizing. <laughs> May the Lord bless you. Thank you, you for and your prayers. You. Uh, Lord willing, I'll be back tomorrow on AM six thirty. The Word. Uh, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you then. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thanks for spending this time with Calvary Chapels. The Word to Stand On for Life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. The Word to Stand On for Life is on every weekday afternoon at 4, and Pastor Ron invites you to find out more about Calvary Chapel at calvarysa.com. The Word to Stand On for Life was sponsored by Calvary Chapel of San Antonio. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.